Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I am really pumped about today's episode because just about a few hours from now, I will be interviewing someone who is a rock star, a major player, uber celebrity in the paleo, primal, ancestral health space. And before I have that interview and air that episode I want to have sort of a primer conversation with you to introduce some of the high-level concepts so that the conversation that I air as a follow-up makes a whole lot more sense. I will tell you this. Today, we are going to be talking about some concepts and ideas around the idea of ketogenic lifestyles, ketogenic ways of eating. Now, that does not mean that this or any subsequent episodes are saying you need to be on a ketogenic diet, right? We're just going to be looking at some of the concepts and how they work, how they can promote fat loss, how they can promote health overall, satiety, energy, performance, mental focus, things like that. We'll be talking about what it is, how it works, what it looks like, and you might just decide to make a couple of tweaks and adjustments based on that information. This is not about keto diet fads. This is not about keto diet hacks and myths. And all you got to do is mix stevia with cream cheese and cocoa powder and you can eat that all day long. No, that's not this at all. Let's establish right out of the gate that there is a difference between seeing something as black and white, on and off, a diet you are on or a diet you are not on, versus really understanding that There are specific concepts that can help us reduce hunger and help us to reduce cravings and help us to accelerate fat burning and reduce inflammation, not, oh, a new bandwagon diet, right? What happens often is that whenever there are new ideas about nutrition or new research, people take it way too far. They oversimplify it. They try to make it sexier and more appealing by throwing in all sorts of like junk food options, right, or convenience options, and then what once was a very promising health idea becomes this overhyped, oversimplified, and usually not very valuable and sometimes destructive diet fad, all right? I want to avoid all of those mental mindset traps today where you go, oh, maybe I should jump on this bandwagon. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. We know how that story ends, and I just don't stand for any of those kinds of things. So understand that my goal in this episode is to talk about some basic concepts, how they work, what they are, what they're not, so that the next episode really makes a lot more sense to you. Let's start out, and I've done a couple of episodes on ketosis before. I want to begin kind of at the beginning, though, and talk about 
what ketosis is and what ketones are and the myths and the facts and everything in between and how you can, instead of thinking of it as a diet and being a bandwagon hopper around, really look at what are some of the fundamental concepts that maybe you can begin to introduce in a new way with a new consistency into the way you're currently doing things and why you might want to do that. According to Mark Sisson, he is the author of Primal Blueprint. He is the founder of Primal Kitchen, the restaurant chain and the products like the the mayonnaise that I talk about, the chipotle lime mayo that I love. Uh, He does a bunch of bars and a bunch of products. But he began with the Primal Blueprint, um, which was really a game-changing book for me in my life. But uh, what he says, and that's a little hint for you there, what he says about ketosis, how he defines it, he defines it as a state of metabolic efficiency, metabolic efficiency, where you are able to burn stored energy in the form of body fat and ketones while not being dependent on regular high-carb meals in order to sustain your energy and your mood and your focus. All right, so I'm going to say that again. Mark Sisson defines ketosis as a state of metabolic efficiency where your body is able to regularly burn stored energy in the form of your stored body fat as well as ketones while not being dependent on regular high-carb meals in order to sustain your energy, your mood, and your cognitive focus. And when I first read that, I thought, well, I want to be more metabolically efficient. Like, I love that phrase, metabolic efficiency, because I can tell you for most of my life, I did not feel very metabolically efficient. I know many of you feel that way too. You so much as look at the bread basket and you start to feel your hands getting puffy or your face filling out, right? I want to be more metabolically efficient. That sounds like a really great thing. I want to know more about it and I want to know how to do it. And then the second part of it, I want to be able to burn stored fat as my body's preferred energy source, right? I mean, if my body gets to choose the fuel it uses and newsflash, it does Based on how we make food choices, we can program our body to prefer different fuel types. I want to know how to make my body prefer my own stored fat as fuel. I got to know more about that. And my third thought was, I don't want to be dependent on sugar or even on regularly snacking and you know meal times every couple of hours in order to sustain my energy, mood, and cognitive focus. So when I read this definition, metabolic efficiency, being able to burn stored body fat while not being dependent on high carb meals or regular regularly timed meals, eating every couple hours, was like, tell me how. What do I do? Before we talk about the how. I want to make sure we understand what ketones are because part of that definition was about being able to to burn stored energy in the form of body fat, but also in the form of ketones. And a lot of people think that they are the same thing, that ketones are just body fat. And it's not actually true. Ketones are an energy source, just like your body fat is an energy source or your dietary fat is an energy source or carbohydrate, protein. Those are all energy sources and ketones are an energy source as well. They are able to be used by your brain and your heart and your muscles. A lot of people think, oh, well, your whole body can't use ketones. It's actually not necessarily the case. So if ketones are an energy source and they're different from fat and they can be used by your brain and your heart and your muscles, sounds good so far, how are they produced? Ketones are actually a byproduct of fat metabolism. 
So when your body is breaking down fat, either fat you've consumed from food or your own body fat, ketones are produced as a byproduct of fat metabolism. And they are only produced in certain conditions. And those conditions are when blood sugar is low, when insulin is low, and when muscle and liver glycogen stores are low. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about in terms of muscle and liver glycogen stores and what that has to do with all of this, please go way back to the beginning. Episode 9, 009 of the Primal Potential podcast is all about carb spillover, and it talks about uh, that limited storage space in the liver and the muscle tissue, um, as well as episode 58. So episode 9 and episode 58 are going to be great for you to listen if you're not really sure what I'm talking about in terms of those conditions that allow for ketone production, byproduct of fat metabolism. All of those concepts go back to the basics of how our body burns stored fat, the conditions required for your body to not only authorize tapping into and burning that stored fat on your body, but also encouraging it. And you'll notice that this is not about calories. We are not saying, okay, well, in order for your body to tap into stored body fat, you cannot be consuming more than X number of calories. That's not it. You can eat a low-calorie diet, but if on that low-calorie diet you still have high blood sugar, high insulin, and ample muscle and liver glycogen storage, and you might lose weight, muscle, water, but you will have a really, really hard time burning fat. So we want to be looking for how we can create these conditions of lower blood sugar, lower insulin, and regularly turning over, not constantly having all that muscle and liver glycogen space filled up with glycogen, right? When I talk about the how here, This is why I'm always advocating the golden rules of carbs and fat loss, because this is the how. This is the what does that look like? This is the nuts and bolts, the practical application of how do I keep blood sugar low? How do I keep insulin low? How do I keep liver and muscle glycogen storage low? The golden rules of carbs and fat loss. All right. Now, if those of you are thinking, oh, yeah, that just means carbs at night. No, it doesn't. That would be a golden rule. And it's an oversimplified and incomplete reflection of the golden rules. There are four golden rules of carbs and fat loss. I go into all four of them in episode 195. And so if you're just thinking, yeah, 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 carbs at night, you're probably doing it wrong. And you're probably not keeping blood sugar and insulin low. And you're probably not keeping that liver and muscle glycogen storage low. So definitely go back to episode 195. What we want to do Per that definition that I mentioned a few minutes ago about metabolic efficiency, where our bodies burn stored fat as fuel, is shift away from being carb dependent to where our body prefers fat as fuel. This is possible. It really is. And we've got to keep in mind that we teach our body what fuel source to prefer based on what we feed it. Your body is going to prefer what you give it. It is going to become efficient with how you are feeding it because that's part of our survival mechanism. That's why so many of us are carb dependent and we're really terrible at burning fat. It's something you have to set yourself up for. You have to create those circumstances. And because of our dependence on sugar, even if it's from sugar from whole food sources, because of our carb dependence, even if it's carbohydrates from whole food sources, 
Because of a general pattern of overeating, processed foods, constant sugar consumption, regular carb consumption, and not being active enough, we're not good fat burners. And that's why we struggle to burn body fat. And that's why we feel so much better in the short term, in the moment, when we overconsume carbs. One of the biggest problems with being carb dependent is that you have to eat much more because your body cannot readily access your stored fat as fuel. And since your body can't regularly access your stored fat as fuel because it's not an efficient fat burner, because it is carb dependent, your body is going to demand that you eat more and more often, which just compounds the problem. I want to reiterate that. I don't want that to go over anybody's head if you're multitasking as you're listening. If your primary source of carbs or your primary source of fuel is carbs or carbs and protein, and I include protein because if you are carb dependent and you are not an efficient fat burner, your body is going to turn to protein to generate glucose before it taps into your stored body fat because that's how it's programmed to function. So if that is your case, your primary fuel source is carbs, even from whole food sources and proteins, you have to eat more and you will be more hungry. You will have more cravings because your body cannot efficiently tap into your stored body fat for fuel. Mark Sisson in his new book, which hint, hint, we will be talking about, describes this carb dependency pattern because we eat so much starch and sugar, so consistently, again, either from whole foods or from processed foods or from a combination, our liver glycogen stores are usually full. They only hold about 100 grams. Our muscle glycogen stores are usually full. They only hold a few hundred grams. Then when you eat carbs, whether that's fruit or a dried fruit bar or sugar or potato, sweet potato, oats, your sweetened yogurt or sugary latte or handful of candy or wine or whatever else, Some of those carbs are immediately used by the brain for fuel, but the rest of them are going to be quickly removed from your bloodstream and converted to triglycerides and then taken away to be stored in your fat cells as fat. And because you're not an efficient fat burner and you've trained your body to prefer carbohydrate as your fuel source when you consume protein, it's going to break it down to create more glucose because that is what what it wants. And then the glucose that it doesn't need because you just ate a couple hours ago it is going to convert that glucose to triglycerides and then take it away to be stored in your adipose tissue, in your body fat. Then your previously high blood sugar from the meal is now low and your body doesn't like that rapid shift. So you then experience more cravings and hunger, even though the last thing your body needs right now is more fuel. But it's just not efficient in tapping into all the fuel you have in your body in your fat storage. And that's what we need to change. That is what we're trying to do to set your body up and change the way it operates from preferring carbohydrate to preferring fat. That happens when carb intake, fruit, starch, sugar is super low and protein intake is moderate, but we're not just going back to jerky and protein bars and chicken because it's quote unquote healthy. No, we've got to be moderate in our protein intake. And then fat intake is higher, but we're talking about quality fats. We're not talking about all of these crazy things where you make these fat bombs with all of this crazy stuff that is just a way to make it more sexy and more appealing, but it's not necessarily healthy. So fat intake from whole food sources like eggs, like avocado, like macadamia nuts, right? People screw this up when they eat too many carbs, especially when they're justifying carbs from whole food sources and too much protein. 
We just eat too much. And we focus on how hard it is to eat less, but the reality is you're going to feel so much better. And what I think a lot of people don't think about, maybe because they haven't experienced it, which was certainly my situation, you'll be so much happier when you feel better. The impact of cutting back on sugar and carbs and not overfeeding dramatically improves your mood. I had a fat loss fast track client on the podcast the other day, the one who's lost 100 pounds in just under a year, and she was sharing the same thing. She was amazed at what a massive impact it had on her mood. So we've got to stop looking at the sugar and the alcohol and the treats as this thing that's totally worth it. Because if you haven't experienced how freaking amazing it feels to eat really well, really consistently, now again, I'm going to say that part again, eating really well, consistently, you owe that to yourself. You owe that to yourself to feel how good it feels, right? Not more of the same that you've always had, not another weekend of overdoing it, not another night of late night ice cream because you've done that before. And even folks who are like, oh, I eat really healthy, doesn't mean you're not overeating, overfueling. We can eat too much sugar and starch even if we're eating whole foods. We can be increasing blood sugar and increasing insulin and have excessive glycogen storage in our muscle and our liver even if we're eating really healthy. So stop arguing with yourself over how well you eat. It makes me think about a quote that has been showing up in my life a lot lately. Your job is not to be right. Your job is to get it right. And too many people are trying to be right about their diet. I should be getting these results or I'm eating so much better than I was. I've made all these positive changes. Look, you can either be right or you can get it right. And if you haven't gotten it right yet and your body is not responding in the way that you want to, then it's time to change. Don't worry about being right. Focus on getting it right. There's no need to huff and puff about missing your favorite candy or ice cream or glass of wine. Get it right and get excited about having more focus, having more confidence, having more energy, not being as hungry having more mood stability. I am not a happy camper when I am not eating well. It makes me grumpy. It makes me tired. It depresses my mood. And it's important to remember, back to what I said at the top of this episode, this is not an all or nothing proposition. You've got to look at where you are. Are you still consuming processed foods? Let's start practicing cutting back there. Maybe that's not your issue, but are you really familiar with the golden rules or are you one of those people that simplified it to carbs at night? That's not what it is. If you are not really clear on them and really nailing them day in and day out, then maybe you go back to episode 195 and you slowly work towards making improvements there. Or maybe you feel really good about that, but are you eating when you're not hungry because you just want a snack? Maybe it's time to start paying attention to your hunger and what drives your food choices. Or maybe you're eating emotionally and everything's great except when you're stressed or upset. Maybe it's time to look into breaking barriers or just begin by paying attention to what is driving your choices and practicing strategies that give you the results you want instead of the results that you don't. I will say this, it's totally cool if you still have questions about how you can become a better fat burner. We've talked about a bunch of the different techniques and strategies and ways you can improve today, but in the next episode, we will get more tactical. I promise you that, so you won't want to miss it because it is going to be with a major player in this health paleo primal keto space. We're going to get real specific and I'm excited about it. Now, one thing that I want to avoid is anybody listening to this and saying, I'm going keto and what I need to do is just Google everything keto and write it all down and just jump on another diet bandwagon? Please don't. 
you've been there before. And, I, you know, there's a reason that the subtitle of this show is Anti-Diet Strategies. Because the dieting strategies don't work, right? That's just the same cycle repeated again. And if you aren't thinking about it differently, if you haven't fundamentally changed your ability to respond to temptation, for example, or your ability to create motivation, then a new food strategy isn't going to make a flip bit of difference. And I am so huge on the mental component of this. I know we talk a lot about science and we talk a lot about nutrition, but none of that matters if you don't have the ability to tap into how you're making decisions and why you're making decisions and what you do when you're in a funk and what you choose when you don't want to do the work. So I've got a master class coming up on, there's two different days and times you can choose from. One of them is Tuesday, September the 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern, and the other is Wednesday, September the 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and we're going to be talking about the mindset side of things because it's so important to me to balance out my focus on nutrition strategies and changes with mindset because we all know so much about nutrition and food, but if we can't implement it, if we can't deal with our own inconsistency, if we can't create our own motivation, then it doesn't matter how much we know about nutrition. So if you are somebody who has struggled to implement, please, 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 please join me for this totally free masterclass. I'm going to put the link to register in the show notes at at primalpotential.com, but you can also just go to primalpotential.com forward slash be strong primalpotential.com forward slash be strong b-e-s-t-r-o-n-g to register for that free masterclass. do it do it because otherwise i'm afraid that you're just going to continue to hop around from diet strategy to diet strategy but until you focus on being able to create motivation, being able to hold yourself to a standard of consistency, being able to work through those hard moments without turning to food, none of the nutrition strategies we talk about are going to matter. So those webinars, I'll link to them in the show notes, but you can also go to primalpotential.com forward slash be strong, one word, primalpotential.com forward slash be strong. I really hope to hang out with you there. I'll be there live. I'll answer all your questions. But we're really going to be talking about the mental side of implementing whatever changes it is that we want to make to the way that we eat or interact with food. Before we say goodbye, there is one little administrative thing I want to talk about, and that is messaging, sponsorships, and Thrive Market. So you guys know that I have a little short form audio channel called Anchor, where it's little less than five minute messages. It's how I record my daily blogs and pop in with little messages here and there. One of the cool things about Anchor is that people can call in and comment on my messages. So the other day, a woman messaged and said, stop, stop, stop selling Thrive Market and their products. And since I am a direct upfront kind of girl and I really consider you guys family and I care very much about you and your opinions, I just want to talk about it. So the podcast is about three years old now, Primal Potential, the podcast. And for probably over two years now, sponsors have reached out to me every single week offering to pay me to promote their stuff. And every single time I have said no, right? Even though this podcast does cost money and it does take a tremendous amount of time, and the really only way you can make it profitable in and of itself is to have sponsors, I have said no to each and every single inquiry. And I've said no certainly and proudly because I'm never going to promote a product that I don't believe in and personally use. I'm just not. If I don't believe in it, if it's not something that I would tell you guys about regardless 
and feel would be valuable to you, then the answer is no. Even it might be something I think is cool and neat and like really great, but that's just how I've personally operated this podcast and that's what feels right in my gut. So when supplement companies have reached out, I've said, look, you know, my my whole messaging is that we can reach our goals without that kind of thing, just by eating better. That's really the big rock. I don't want to have an incongruent message saying, buy this $50 whatever. Or if a mattress company or something like that, like I'm sure it's great and oh, you'd send me a free bed. That's cool too. But it just doesn't feel congruent with my message. I don't want to pitch something like that. If it's not something that I am shouting from the rooftops about, then the answer was just no. Even though it would have been nice to make some money from all the time and the effort I put into the podcast, it was just always a no. And when Thrive reached out to me, and I told you guys this when I first mentioned them a couple weeks ago, my first response was, hey, thanks for reaching out, but you know, I've, I'm, I'm an Amazon girl and I shop there and I'm happy with it, so thanks anyway. And they came back and said, hey, look, just check out our prices. And I said, you know what, before I mention anything on the podcast, I need to make a few orders. I want I want to see the price difference for myself. I want to understand your shipping process. I want to I, I just want to see what your customer service is like, all of that kind of stuff. And every single time I ordered from them, I was going to tell you about it anyway because I was freaking pumped to be buying things I was buying anyway and getting them for 20 to 50% less. These are things I've already been telling you about. I've mentioned Primal Kitchen Chipotle Lime Mayo in my blogs for months and in the old What I Ate segments that I used to do on the podcast. I've talked to you about my coconut butter hack for traveling, and I've mentioned Fatco Skincare, or at the time it was called Fat, uh, fat Face, but now it's Fatco. They've changed. I've talked about my OXO salad chopper. I've talked about using cauliflower rice in my smoothies instead of ice. I've always been telling you about products I love. But when there was an opportunity for me to share with you that I'm getting them for less, not because I'm a podcaster, but because Thrive Market exists, it was like a no-brainer. I'm not selling you anything. I'm just suggesting that there is a way for you to save money on fat loss-friendly things you're already buying, right? Now, one of the reasons this is really important to me is because a big objection to cleaning up the way people eat is that it costs more money right? So I feel like I'd be a real jerk to not tell you guys about the fact that I'm really excited about saving so much more. In fact, I mean, there's a lot you guys don't see that happens off air, but a couple weekends ago, I was with my mom and my sister and we were sitting there talking about like, I don't know, I think it came up because I brought with me a jar of coconut cream and a jar of Primal Kitchen Chipotle mayo. And we were just talking about pricing of things and I was legitimately excited about saving 20 to 50% through Thrive when I thought I'd been getting fairly decent product prices on on Amazon. And so my mom pulled them up and ended up just right there naturally being like, holy crap, these cashews are way less than what I get them for when I go to Stop and Shop. And so, you know, my mom and my sister right there placed an order. I would share it with them anyway, right? I am always looking to save. And I've shared this with you how the big catalyst for me being able to lose weight was paying off debt. Because it was through that process that I really found a lot of confidence and belief in myself and consistency. It's not uncommon. I I pick up pennies on the street and I get excited about it. I get so excited about it. It's not uncommon for me to text somebody a picture of the three pennies I just picked up on the road because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a great day. I found three cents. So to save 20 to 50 percent, that's huge. And that's real and that's authentic. And and those of you that don't necessarily like it, I hate that you don't like it. But I would ask, 
if I've been talking about products I love for so long, what is different now about me talking about products and then saying they're less expensive here? And if you'll notice, when I talked, for example, about the Fatco skincare, I said, you can get it through Fatco. That I have no affiliation with them or their products, and it's going to cost you significantly more. Or you can get it through Amazon, and it's going to cost you more. Or you can get it through Thrive Market, where you're going to get it the least. So I've been talking about coffees I love, the MCT oil that I use forever. And so the only thing that's changed is that I'm freaking pumped that you can get them for less through Thrive Market. I know there are limitations in terms of global shipping and whatnot, but I still believe there is value in sharing the products, which I was doing before anyway, because even if you don't live in an area where you can get Thrive Market products, maybe you decide to get it at Whole Foods or at Costco or at Amazon or anything like that. So Let's be very clear that I'm not trying to sell you products any more than I was when I was talking about the MCT oil that I use to make salad dressing, right? I'm sharing what works for me. And now at this point, if you can get products cheaper than what you're getting them for at the grocery store, I think that's freaking awesome. Like, I really do. And I also don't believe that in any way it takes away from the value the information, the motivation, and the messages that come through this podcast. Absolutely nothing. You don't have to buy from Thrive Market. That's cool. But let's not be so crazy as to claim that me sharing the products like I always did, but then sharing with you a URL in any way takes away from the value of this free podcast. So there we have it. I personally am very interested in how I can save money. Even after Thrive's membership fee, which I also pay for the record, I still save when I buy my products through them and I wait to order until I've got about 50 bucks worth of stuff I'm going to order because then I get free shipping. Plus, almost every day I get an email from them, not because I'm me, but because I'm a member, a paid member. They're constantly sending out BOGOs or additional discount deals and no shame here, when you go through thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential, you get an additional 25% off your first order and free shipping on that first order and a free 30-day membership. So that is my feelings on that. I respect everybody's feedback, but I wanted you guys to understand why I think that it's value added and takes away nothing from the message, the information, the motivation of this free show. But it does help keep it going. And I think it does also provide additional value for those of you who find that you can buy products you're already buying and get them for less on thrivemarket.com, especially if you use forward slash primal potential. Hope you guys have a great day. Really looking forward to the next episode. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. 
just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.